0: You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. Dead or alive, you're coming with us.
1: Hello and welcome back to Spandex Power Armor Podcast. After a a horribly long hiatus of like a week, uh, we took like a week out because of issues on our end, but we're back and we can't be stopped except for, you know minor inconveniences that stop us. But hey, much like the Power Rangers, no one can ever keep us down.
0: That's right. Now that I'm no longer suffering the side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine, we have no excuse to avoid talking about what we're discussing today.
1: Which is, I mean, I just, I can't be... It's... This whole female reboot, remake trend in cinema these days is really getting on my goat, all right? Now they've taken RoboCop from us. I mean, we're talking about a movie called Lady Battle Cop. Can you believe it? The feminists have won. (laughs)
0: Uh, For those of you listening who don't get satire, this is satire.
1: Yes, please don't cancel us. I actually liked it. Well, at least one of us did. Oh, oh, come on, dude.
0: (laughs) I have very strong thoughts about this film.
1: Okay, cool. Okay, we're talking about Lady Battle Cop. And already... Uh, disagreements have been had, so um, go on Rex, speak your mind, tell us how you feel.
0: For a film that was created solely to ride off the popularity of Robocop, it is just a standard Toei Tokusatsu film. It could have been anything really, it's got shots of the same scenery from various other movies and series, it came out two years before Shin, but it's basically the same as Shin. This could have been a... This really could have been a *Common Rider movie.
1: Let, let's, let's be fair here. It also takes a lot of inspiration from G-Ban as well. There's not just Robocop. It's also G-Ban it rips off too. Well,
0: yes, true, team. but if we're looking at old-school the Tokusatsu, then they already had cyborg law enforcement.
1: Out of, out of curiosity, why did you make that Shin comparison?
0: Hmm... Well, I'd say the filming style was about as dark. Um, there were a lot of scenes that were very common rider black in a sense. They were trying to portray some sort of sense of tragedy, but with this, it was all very shallow.
1: oh boy. Um, well, this gives me a perfect opportunity to segue into my little uh, little production uh segment. Because you have stumbled right into my trap there. Because the writer for this, Junichi Miyashita, also wrote *Kamen Rider Black* and *Shin Kamen Rider*.
0: Hey, his stink also, was Hurricane all over it. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> funny. Also, um, character designer Tama- Tamotsu Shinohara also um, did a lot of design work on *Black*. He designed the back end of uh, Lady Battle Cop. You mean and her butt? Kita Amamiya. Yes, he, What's he this on your CV? Personally. <laughs> Robot ass. <laughs> so yeah, No, no, he literally made Lady Battlecops ass. Which is weirdly sculpted, by the way. Watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. They gave her a sculpted robo butt.
0: If only Robocop were a stick. I'm not
1: I'm just pointing it out. I um, think Murphy the, needed some uh, junk in the trunk. Uh, just as a little bit of trivia, he also did the mecha design on Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Which has significantly less ass in it, unfortunately. I might be a bit of yeah, a better fan of the Barbatos if it had a juicy mecha ass.
0: Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. You can't get me into Gundam anymore.
1: Oh no, no, it's just Iron Blooded Orphans. Other me- other Gundam shows have thicker mechs. IBO is an outlier when it comes to how slender they are. Excellent. When you just look at the Zaku, dude, that boy is thick. <laughs> the uh <laughs> Oh god, I sound like a degenerate. Um, the the front half of the costume was direct was created there there, there was designed by Kate Gator <laughs> Oh, why why must these people have names from cultures different to my own, Keita Amamiya? I did it. He was also the creator and designer of Garo, which is a more unique and better design, if you ask me. Hmm. He also directed and did some other stuff, but you can look him up if you want to. This is, I'm not his IMDb page. Another bit of trivia: this was the first uh, V-cinema release from Toei, so this was their 1st Toku Taku-directed VHS thing, basically. And you can you can tell it's it's pretty hollow.
0: Okay, so this was director video and not a cinematic screen. Okay, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, that oh, yeah. I can completely oh, understand. God. This feels half-assed enough, in that they just wanted to pump something out. Like, if this were released as an actual movie, you know, for a theatrical screening, it would probably work if it yeah. were a third-world country, but not Japan. Fair enough. Like this, this would be so what, you're this spectacular. You say this
1: would be a fine nollywood yeah, film.
0: Yeah, you know, seriously, like this would have amazing special effects for a Wakaliwood movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, isn't this a bit above Wakaliwood? I mean, this is. They had the same. They basically had the same budget for uh, like a whole episode of *Carmen Black* and just stretched it out for a whole movie. It wasn't even a whole movie. It's like eighty-one minutes.
0: Yeah, it's a little short, and they really ended up skimping on some of the best parts of action scenes. There are times when I thought, "My God, this is dragging." Then a little part of it just, you know, gets good, and then I'm like, "Oh my God, that's so cool!" But then it never really happens again. They they spend all their budget on the wrist rocket scene and the rest is just working things around. (laughs) I know, let's make the villain telepathic, so that way we don't need to um, rotoscope in laser beams or anything from... Jesus Christ,
1: dude. I mean, that's a bit... I mean, you're not wrong, but you you, you don't have to say it quite like that. (laughs) So just just before we start talking about the plot, which we're getting dangerously close to, I just wanted to point out that the main villain is played by Shiro Sano, who has a really big uh, filmography... Um, but you and I know him best as the assassin From Godzilla Final Wars Oh yeah
0: He says yeah. googling Excessively to try and remember
1: What the hell Rex <laughs> You're, the, the dude with the cape Who tries to stab Akira Takarada On the stairs and then they get the blood And they're like oh he's actually A, a secret alien man Rexy." is this how you tell me that you don't actually like Godzilla Final Wars as much as I do I appreciate it on a camp level,
0: but I don't have Rex. The answer the damn question! I don't have the.
1: Stop giving politicians. Stop giving politician <laughs> answers. and Tell me straight. Do you love? Do you love Godzilla: Final Wars as much as I do? Yes or no?
0: Not as much as you do. The only the only actor I can remember is Akira Takarada and Clint.
1: You sicken me. You disgusting. Oh, and Don Fry. Yeah, Don Fry, there we there go. There we are, I, I completely analogy. blanked out
0: for a second. I, I was unable to remember Don Fry.
1: <laughs> Do you reckon his website's still up? Probably. Yeah, because we, we checked his website out, and it's got, like, a, a voice clip that plays when it loads, and it's like, this is the official website of Don Fry. Buy and was, something, you his official website.
0: Wasn't he ill recently?
1: I hope not. I mean, not that, I'm he, not quickly that I know Googling personally this. or anything like that, but, yeah. I've got to find out how Don Fry is doing. Don Fry, American mixed martial Ah, yes, when you stuff, Google I Don Fry, the there's treasure. one
0: thing that says, what happened to Don Fry?
1: What well, did happen to Don Fry? Uh,
0: in 2016, he spent a couple of months in a medically induced coma, bless him. Holy hell. Yeah. Um, But I think right now he's okay. Don Fry yeah. is safe.
1: Well, we could all rest easy knowing that Don Fry is still with us and still safe. Like, wow, he was in a film in 2019. Was he? Yeah, animal among us. It's got no Wikipedia page, which bodes incredibly well. Oh my God, he was in the ant bully. Was he? As soldier ant, that whole film bankrupted an entire studio. You know,
0: wrestlers really shouldn't be acting. Like The Rock is the only exception.
1: Why? Well,
0: I... don't, don't don't know. turn into some sort of Hollywood Hulk Hogan apologist.
1: Okay, look. I... Wrestling legend Hollywood Hulk Hogan may well not be a very good actor, but re- wrestling legend Hollywood Hulk Hogan is a fun actor.
0: Ah yes. Um, so I was—I was—I cannot remember his name. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. For some reason, hey, oh yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I oh was yeah. thinking Macho Man Randy Newman. For some reason, I cannot remember.
1: <laughs> Both had musical careers, though.
0: In... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was nice to have a known wrestler in Spider-Man, I guess. And oh, apparently no, no, even... <laughs> we, we can't...
1: I can't. No, hang on. you got to let me get over Macho Man, Randy New. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a Slim Jim in me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a slim Jim in me.
0: Oh man! <laughs> so um... with that,
1: with that, with that. Oh God! I just. Oh God! <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't. You, you couldn't have taken two more different people, <laughs> and somehow combined them into one horrible homunculus. Oh. Uh... M- <laughs> no. oh, I'll get over it. I'm sorry. I don't know why that tickled me so much. Macho Man, Andy Newman.
0: Yeah, Savage um, also did, um, I think, one hip hop album as well, where he, he dissed Hulk Hogan in I one think line. I remember
1: something along those lines. Yeah, because it's like. I you know barely anything about wrestling, though, unfortunately. <laughs> I I keep meaning to get into it. I, I know I'd like Hiroshi Tanahashi if I got into wrestling Because he's a massive Kamen Rider nerd
0: Oh yeah Japanese wrestling looks amazing
1: It does There's this one guy in it Um, Again, I don't know much about it But I know what I've been shown I can't remember his name um, Maybe it's something Omega uh, But his finishing move was literally just headbutting someone And he did it so much he gave himself brain damage Wow Yeah I think he went back to wrestling after a brief medical retirement. That'd be the brain damage.
0: Well, yeah. That's impressive. It's dedication to the cause.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I suppose they've only got one marketable yeah. skill. So, Lady Battle Cop.
0: <laughs> oh, um, yeah, the thing we're supposed to be talking about.
1: Yeah, the whole subject of this episode. <clears throat> I want to do a whole episode on man <laughs> Man, Randy Newman. <laughs> I'll stop laughing in a second. That's better. Okay, Lazy Battle Cop. So, uh, the film takes place um, in the very specific uh, somewhere region during the Sometime Era.
0: Ah, yes, I remember seeing that at the start of the film. It made me think, wow, they weren't even going to provide an ETA on when we'd have this dystopian cyberpunk hellhole. I mean, now, we've got Neo-Tokyo, for crying out loud.
1: I think that this is a, like a feather in this movie's cap. It doesn't cheap out on world building or anything like that, you know? Unless a lesser film would have Neo-Tokyo 1999 as their <laughs> opening thing. You know, the far ah, off yes, future. Yes, the far future this of one, nine
0: years later.
1: <laughs> but this one has kind of stopped itself from, you know, aging at all by setting it somewhere and some time. How can you say it aged poorly? Maybe it takes place in twenty twenty two I true. Know.
0: The only settings we see which you know wouldn't age the film at all are various abandoned lots that tow a film on um some outdoor sections that just have bits of burning rubble and obvious foam things oh, inside you mean of the, warehouses. the hobos
1: and Hoes district,
0: yeah, yeah, that's timeless really um
1: well yeah, I mean that's that's just California,
0: yeah, um, let's see. A couple of offices. I think the only real thing that ages it is the fact that occasionally there's a computer screen that just prints single commands on it. The hipsters. Ah.
1: Uh, See, I fixed it. Again, like I said, solid world building. <laughs> you know, the, the, the film opens up. Uh, with a, a kind of action-packed Sequence, yeah, there's a disco uh, Two rival gangs start eyeing each other up And yeah, they're about to go into a whole West Side Story Kind of deal uh, <laughs> then, some, then some randos Come in and shoot the place up And you know, cause quite a bit of a panic at this disco
0: I'm not even going to justify that With uh, a response
1: You were supposed to laugh but Yeah, no, uh, so th- these, these Nameless assassins Have been sent by the cartel And they're they're their elite, uh, strike force for enforcing their will. They're called Phantom, uh, and their their kind of genius strategy for exerting their you know control and taking over is by killing all the rifle gangs that they could just absorb.
0: Yeah, and you can tell that they're an international cartel because they all speak terrible English,
1: and one of them's black.
0: Yes, that, that's how you make it seem like it's worldwide.
1: Yeah. I'm not even joking, that's how they do it. Like, oh, we need to show that these people aren't you know, from a multinational, or just at least American. Oh, add one black person, there we go. That's how we show that it's... Yeah, and then we move to meet our main characters, well, the main character, through a tennis montage. Honestly, this, this is how every main character should be. Was there a tennis
0: montage? She was only Did mentioned we... in the news, and even then, there no, wasn't no, no. much time spent with tennis. She was on a boat.
1: Well, no, no, there's a brief bit where she's like, yeah, there's music going on. She's like, whack, thack," jumping, and then thumbs up, tennis. Yeah. She's on a boat with her simps. I've got no choice but to call them her simps because they're just completely devoted to her. And there's, there's no, like neither of them are her brother. One of them's her fiance. The other guy's just there. And maybe, maybe this is some kind of polyamorous deal. Maybe this is just a really progressive film for its time. I don't know. But she's just chilling on a boat, and they're talking about how horrible times are, you know, how tough things are these days, and how you know how how these they live in dangerous times, while they're having an afternoon on a yacht.
0: We don't really feel the suffering of the rich.
1: Like, one of them is a national tennis star. One of them is at the top of his field in cybernetics. The other one's a cop. Sure, life might be hard for the cop, but he still has access to a yacht with his friends.
0: Yeah, worst case scenario, he could just bum off them for a while.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I'm just... just... I'm not feeling it. Well, we never. We hear that times are tough. Yeah, you know, the cartel is encroaching. It's bad news. But the, the only time we see times being not great is when we go to the aforementioned Hoes and Hobos district.
0: Yeah. We don't see any cartel activity outside of those sort of areas. I think maybe one time they killed a bunch of people.
1: Oh, well, yeah, yeah. The time they killed a bunch of people at the beginning of the movie. And then, like, they're. they're their actions directly affecting the main characters. So we don't see wider reaching effects of them. Like We don't see Japan buckling under the strain of this horrible shadow organization. It's just...
0: Ah, yes, true. Yeah. And um, there's the whole, you know, reveal about them being involved in the government. And it's like, really okay. just done in a way where like, yeah, it's kind of obvious. And, to be honest, that's just a very exhausted trope. Um, I think in um, yeah, in Terry Pratchett's Discworld novels, the, um, oh Christ, was he the, the patrician of Ankh-Morpork? He had um, a lot of involvement with the various gangs because he was very much on the belief of if you're going to have crime, it might as well be organised crime.
1: <laughs> of course, we come to my favourite bit of the movie, the sweaty butt shot. I and don't remember Amadeus the sweaty snake. butt
0: shot, to be honest.
1: You sent me a picture of it. You so-
0: Oh, yes, I, I thought we were Amadeus, talking about...
1: Amadeus is greasy. Um, tennis
0: lady. Oh, yes. Ass. Amadeus, yes. Now I remember. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so you get to see Amadeus' butt. And it's a big, why, beefy butt.
0: Why does Japan always work in psychics and stuff into it? This, this suddenly turned from... Dark cyberpunk thing. To let's add some fancy in. Let, let's add a naked psychic something, guy in. Something
1: NASA. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't mind it. I mean, honestly, psychic versus cybercop. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But I prefer yeah, Ed
0: Two O Nine versus Cybercop.
1: I mean, I, I don't really like Cybercop in general. Really, I watched the first episode the other week, and it's, it's really not great. Ah, uh, yeah. The suits are really cheap. This film actually. How, the green screens.
0: how would Murphy respond to a naked psychic man coming at him? He'd shoot him. He'd shoot him, and he'd kick his ass a lot better.
1: Well, I don't know. He'd, he'd probably get beaten up in the middle. For it's like a, it's like in all the films. Right? He gets beaten up part way through, and then he comes back, and he's all, "Ah, I've got renewed um, self knowledge. I've grown as a human being. I'm no longer purely machine." And then he kicks their asses.
0: We didn't get a moment like that in this film, did we? Where Lady Battlecup finds well, the true no, meaning of she Christmas.
1: She doesn't need to rediscover herself. She knows yeah. who she is.
0: I'm she- going to jump ahead a little bit in that I don't think there are actual any negative side effects to all the cybernetic stuff because outside of it all she just puts on some armor.
1: Yeah. Alright, so there's, there's really not much else to talk about with the plot, really. I was just I was just going sod through and making little jokes. Yeah, sod the plot. Um, I'll just give you a quick quick, uh, quick fire lightning round run through. Okay, um... The, the lab gets attacked, Darkman style, um, by that group of four people, who's the cartel's, like, only enforcers, apparently. Um, and then Lady Battle Cop, Tennis Lady, and her fiancé escape, and he gets he, he dies, but not before cyber-netting, sizing her. And then she becomes Lady Battle Cop, even though she's not a cop.
0: Yeah, she she isn't a cop. <laughs> she's, she's just got a regular gun. And... But she's a
1: lady, and she does engage in battle, so two out of three ain't bad. Meat yeah. Taught me that.
0: Also, she volunteered herself for it because she was mortally injured.
1: Yeah, a knife in the back will make you kind of reassess your positions on transhumanism.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't have the same appeal. I'm going to keep comparing it to Robocop.
1: There is nothing else we can above apart from you, ben, but Robocop is the biggest comparison we can make to it, and you're absolutely right with that. Um as far as the rest of the plot goes, it's really there's a series of fights. Um her other friend, I guess, um is kind of spiralling a bit and he's he's become a rogue cop, kind of. And he's a bit of a loose wire and he's trying to find out what happened. Um and then he I f- I don't know, things just kind of devolve. There are a couple of fights and then the plot just resolves itself with Lady Battle Cop killing enough people. I know it sounds like I'm kind of cheaping out with this plot synopsis, but that's really it. Like yeah, she just kills enough um, people and finds a high enough concentration of people to kill, and then things are I think okay. There are like
0: three fight scenes.
1: Yeah, two of them are in like a an abandoned warehouse.
0: The introductory one was pretty cool, showed her being a badass, but then yes. it's just nothing for a long period of time. One of them is just her getting chained up by the ankles and swung on the ceiling without doing anything cool. Nice. You don't really get much action. Actually, no, no, no. I take it back. There is one really cool scene where I think she's fighting, I think it must be Amadeus or something. Well, you can tell I really don't give a monkeys about this, but it's one where she uses like a wrist rocket and yes. that's cool. And like, she kind of braces herself. So then her feet... Like her yes. feet turn into like yes. a high heel kind of thing. Yeah. Well, she already has
1: high heels. She has high he... heels, but her high heels kind of separate and kind of become stabilizers. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't know why she needs it for a tiny rocket, but it's super cool.
0: It is really cool, but we only saw that once, and then all also, the coolness I think, was I think gone.
1: Man, I think Iron Man ripped off Lady Battle Cop. <gasps> John Favreau, you hack.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's just about all the coolness. Otherwise, she's just invincible, going around with a gun. Gun goes bang, um, and she, and you know, you know how Robocop ends, where the corrupt executive gets yeeted off a building. Yes. That doesn't happen. In the last three minutes of the film, she goes to do that to the evil bloke, and he just shoots himself in the head beforehand. What a cop out.
1: I. I know. Stop it. You did this with shin. I don't like it so much now. Yeah.
0: Frankly, this would, without, if you would strip out all the, you know, Robocop ripoff vibes from it, you just, you could just make it another Kamen Rider movie. One of the forgettable background ones. Or a Metal Heroes one. Or just anything.
1: It, it really feels like a Metal Heroes thing, come Kamen Rider. It looks Metal Heroes. Hmm. I don't know where else to insert this little little nugget, so I'll do it here. Have you noticed how easy it is to tell which one the stunt suit is and which one the normal suit is? Oh yes, because she's got like these shiny, metallic-y, glittery um, bits on her. But then, any time she has to do anything more than stand or walk around, they suddenly become all dull and you know not glittery and reflective. Like she's got these gold bits on her shoulder. And any time she's doing any kind of stunt work, they're these dull kind of yellowy, goldy things. Which isn't bad. I mean, obviously it's bad from a production point of view because we're not supposed to be able to tell these things. But if you're trying to dissect how they make tokusatsu, it's really easy to tell where they swap out what suit for which suit. It's, so it's pretty neat from that perspective. It's nice so it's like to see once... it,
0: but it does kill the magic.
1: Well, it's nice to see it, but we shouldn't be able to see it. It's like yeah. seeing uh, um strings when she's flying around. Like, it's cool to see where they attach them to and how they're articulated, but we shouldn't be seeing that. This should be what we see in a behind-the-scenes thing.
0: Yeah. Frankly, I was just about to say, this movie, just, it feels so common Rider Black, to the extent that you get shots of her on a motorcycle while whatever song is playing, you know, it's just very I along s- the lines of tragic...
1: Where- I swear to God I've heard that song before. And it bugs me because I'm never going to be able to figure out where I've heard that song before. This was the first time I watched Lady Battle Cop as well. Mm. Maybe, and I've got a buttload of um, old Toku music on my phone. Maybe I heard it there. I will never know for sure, though. Or maybe it's just that it's a really generic song, which it is.
0: I'm not getting any of the tragedy in this character's backstory, because, frankly, you know, she isn't stuck in this constant state of being a half-human, half-machine monstrosity like Robocop. She has all of her memories, she just needs to put on some armour, yeah, she's got some horrible trauma from seeing a bunch of people die, but she gets revenge, and, frankly, she's suffered very little. I mean, yeah, you can lose a lot of loved ones, but now you have cyborg superpowers.
1: Well, she got humped a bit. Wait, Remember what? That scene where she gets... Yeah, no, there was a bit—that bit in the lab where she gets humped a little bit by one of the uh, cartels' phantom guys. Oh, then... that's
0: gross. That's really gross.
1: Yeah, but they're nothing—they uh, do—they don't do anything else to imply anything. He just kind of tears at to clothes a bit and humps her a bit, and then she just throws her on the ground. It's weird Man. inclusion. Yeah, I know, Well that's that's part of the course of these, you know, action-y, violent B movies. Although it's weird yeah. that Toei included it.
0: I, I can see that more in a Western thing. Especially oh, yeah. if it's well, like, like a director video thing. They they make it a bit smutty and make it really creepy, but But it isn't even smutty.
1: Mm. It's, I mean that's just weird. Uh, maybe that's just how the actor was I don't know. I don't care really. Mm. should we just make this the uh, the Robocop comparison segment?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: We may we may as well. Okay. RoboCop comparison, number one uh, it's got Cop in the title and the main character is a cyborg, so clearly there's there's, there's some similarities there
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is nothing to do with anything RoboCop related and it, it has, even if it were to try and go another way, it has nothing in the way of character complexity like i was hoping that you know when there were flashback scenes and everything showing how she became the woman she is it it just feels shallow and well, i was doesn't... just i was stuck thinking about scenes from better movies like in robocop where murphy is walking around his, his old family house yeah yeah just getting flashbacks
1: or the murphy it's you bit or any any bit yeah. I love Robocop. I just, just, I just want to say I really, really love Robocop. It's one of my favorite films ever, and I consider it to be a perfect film because it sets out to achieve something and achieves it flawlessly without fail. So go watch Robocop. It's really, really yeah. Good. So it's number two. Robocop well, 2 is really good. Don't watch 3.
0: For the love of God, or don't watch 3.
1: Um. Yeah, so she's not a cop. That really bugs me. I know we already mentioned that, but she's not even deputized. She's She's a vigilante. She's a Vigilante, but Lady, she's, Robo she's Vig- a... <laughs> mm. Lady Robot Vigilante sounds pretty... Uh, Lady Battle Vigilante. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well, but it sounds badass.
0: Oh, she could fit in with the common Riders. Sure, they can kick, but she's got a gun.
1: <laughs> like, just a
0: straight-up gun. She will ice you.
1: Uh, another comparison. Um, you know that holster, that built-in thigh holster that Murphy has in Robocop? She has the exact same goddamn one.
0: Yeah. I like how, um, also with the helmet, it's detachable, but it's, I think the actual thing that she takes off is too much of a prop. And so to show her actually putting yes. it on, she just yes. put, moves it she like in front, it in front of her front of
1: face. Yeah. See, now they do that a lot in other tokusatsu, but they do it so quickly you don't notice it and they cut it in such a way that you can't quite tell. In this one, they don't bother with that. Ugh.
0: It feels it. so half assed at times, which is a shame because though I've dragged this film, I really dig the design for her
1: yeah no it looks really sweet phenomenal she's badass as hell i mean that's the whole reason why i suggested we do this because i saw a picture of her with a big ass gun i was like oh yeah that's cool and then we watched it well i watched it on my (laughs) own and i was like oh okay there are bits of this that are cool amadeus gets a girder through his abdomen that that's pretty badass uh those heel uh stabilizers that's 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 pretty cool neat little detail the rest of it ain't so ain't so good though.
0: There are a few tiny scenes or snippets of action which are cool. The rest of the film is oh, yeah. generic.
1: And anything including Amadeus is a pretty cool moment. Like the bit where we first oh, see yes. him doing anything and he's ripping up the floor in the in the lab with his mind powers. That's that's cool as hell. Why was he sat in a pyramid?
0: Gives him sexual powers.
1: <laughs> no no they, they did something like that in um oh god, was it Godzilla vs Biolante, where they go to the that psychic school and they got a bunch of kids sitting in little triangles. Is is that a thing in Japan? Do they believe that psychics can channel their powers by sitting in little plexiglass pyramids?
0: Well, that explains our Shinriky, doesn't it?
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm glad you mentioned that. Don't because you, you can tell this took place in the early '90s rather than the late '90s, because there's a scene where the the cartel enforcers are going around leaving gas canisters in a public oh, space. Oh yeah, that couldn't have been made any later than this point. That was, ooh. No. For, those of you, for those of you listening at home who aren't in the know, which is probably not many of you because you're into Japanese stuff this comes up um, this is basically, there was a terrorist attack from a cult in the late 90s um, it was a sarin gas attack it was on subways, one person would leave a bag with some packets of chemicals and another person would come along, stab them with an umbrella the chemicals would mix together creating sarin gas and quite a few people died and there were loads of fatalities it's pretty bad, pretty bad time uh, Fun fact, I uncomfortably resemble the that cult leader I look quite a lot like him and I don't like that fact
0: <laughs> Just distance yourself It could My be celebrity worse, um, you could have some Jim Jones style spectacles
1: <laughs> My celebrity doppelganger shouldn't be a murderous cult leader, damn it He did make his own AMV of himself though
0: Yeah, yeah, there was an anime thing for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that was weird So yeah, that's our little history lesson there. Uh, Japan Um, had a terrorist attack.
0: I think we were talking about psychics, weren't we?
1: Yes, psychics. What is it with them and their weird pyramids?
0: Hmm, Japan has this wonderful fascination with it.
1: Yeah, Japan loves themselves some espers. I don't get it. Like, Don't get me wrong, psychics are cool, but they really seem to like their psychic. Was there some kind of weird phenomenon in the 80s or 90s where psychics were fashionable for a bit and it's just kind of hung around since then? Was Yuri Geller a thing in Japan? I mean, legally I know he was, because he tried to sue the Pokemon company.
0: Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, it was um, Kadabra, wasn't it?
1: W- yeah, one of those andor
0: And or Alakazam.
1: Whichever one was holding the spoons. Yeah. Because, of course, Yuri Geller invented spoons.
0: Oh, yes, and, and he's definitely we all know 100% <laughs> a psychic <laughs> who didn't warm them up beforehand.
1: Wasn't he meant to be really good friends with Michael Jackson or something? Really, I, I think never knew so. that. I I think I remember something about that, but I haven't really thought about Uri Geller for legitimate years. I'm shocked that I can remember his name off the top of my head.
0: Frankly, yeah, they, I don't know why they wanted to work a psychic into. But then again, it, the film itself isn't much of a RoboCop ripoff, save for the
1: well, lady battle elements. cop. Well, it's got elements yeah. of RoboCop ripoffery, but it's not. But they don't commit hard enough to it, like she, like you said she remembers who she is um, she can take her suit off at any time and all she's got is like a little robot bit on her back
0: I, I kind of appreciate how little of a crap they gave when it comes to providing uh, some of the world building aside from the cartel, like they gave the cartel like oh yeah they've come to Japan they're doing their thing, they're the big bad but they don't really explain the fact that Amadeus is psychic, they're like oh yeah he's an Esper, he's super powerful they just keep him there, and they can just chuck him at you when they feel like it. You don't go into you anything see, what else. I
1: want, what I want to know is why the hell is it Neo Tokyo? Because I mean, obviously people know Neo Tokyo mostly from Akira, right? But then that led. Why is this one Neo Tokyo? Because we all know if you've seen if you've seen Akira, it's it's important why it's Neo Tokyo and not just Tokyo Tokyo, because you know Tokyo Tokyo got blown up, and so Neo Tokyo was built on the ashes of normal tokyo why is this one neo tokyo is that is oh that isn't it, that? is um, it
0: oh actually that could be a throwback to uh robocop you know when ocp are trying to rebrand detroit i don't
1: i don't think they were thinking of delta city when they were making this <laughs> I, if, watch go back and watch lady battle cop and tell me they took anything deeper from this aside from cop but robot except not cop lady
0: yeah true um okay so let's say what if they released this film again and you know they had some sort of anniversary um special edition blu-ray with all the making of stuff and it came with like a, a replica of the helmet and they were offering this for sale not just in the u.s and stuff in japan but anywhere else in the world what would you pay for it
1: what would i pay for that uh 50 quid
0: for for, yeah. for a RoboCop knockoff. Yeah. See, I was really building this up for a joke, but what you should have said was, I'd buy that for a dollar.
1: God damn it! <laughs> 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 no.
0: This is I... giving me a great idea for like a comedy duo kind of thing, but neither of them went through the Stop jokes it. with each other, so they have to kind of guess.
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I'm legitimately mad... That I didn't get what you were going for. That is <laughs> I'm actually angry and <laughs> I kind of want you to edit this out so I can do it again. But I'm no. not that I know. <laughs> I'm not that dishonest. Yes. I don't my ego isn't that fragile, but I'm legitimately I'm going to hate myself for this after we record this. God damn it. I'd yeah. l- i like... Oh, I really like Robocop too. How did I not get that?
0: <sighs> I think that with I'm these sorry, films Paul, we we start with the film, but then we just start talking about better films or films they're based on.
1: The issue is that I pick really dull things you know that have like 10 you minutes go by the poster. Of actual worth yeah i d well look it's not my I hadn't watched Lady Battle cut before this. I thought it was going to be badass, and there was some there was like ten minutes of badass stuff in there. Just the, the other 70 minutes, just kind of boring.
0: What have we talked about? We've talked about the basics of the plot. I mean, the suit design was nice. We've talked about the action nice. scenes we care about. Um, when you mentioned characters, there is little in the way of characters. There is. Yeah, as. Cop as guy.
1: Soon, as soon as she becomes Lady Battle Cop, she loses any kind of personality, which makes sense for Robocop because he. They. Excised his personality and locked it away behind a firewall. Uh, with her, though, there's no reason for her not to. I mean, like, all it would take, you could made They could have made a really good 20-minute-long little little thing, made it part of an anthology, perhaps. But they didn't. Well, they did have
0: um, the battle continues at the end of the film.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We're going to get that Lady Battle Cop too at some point. Lady Battle Cop yeah. 30 years after.
0: It's gonna it's, it's gonna suck, but a few years later we're gonna get the full Snyder cut of it. We're gonna have um four <laughs> hours of the Lady Battle Cop.
1: Oh boy. My favorite <laughs> Release the Okamoto cut. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's it for Lady Battle Cop. That's I don't have anything else to talk about, really. It's just Yeah. What this experience has taught me is that I am not a very good judge no that's not what i want to say i'm not I'm not the best person to listen to when it comes to reviews for this kind of thing I don't think, which is a funny thing to say on a review I'm doing for a thing because i'm perfectly happy to I'm perfectly happy to watch this and I probably will watch this again despite how bad and dull it is because I just like Tokusatsu.
0: I liked the suit design and the wrist rocket scene. That is all I would recommend it for. Here's two minutes of footage. It's cool.
1: Yeah, it's... I I don't know how else to describe it, it's just, if you want to get your friend into Takisatsu, do not show them this. If you Hmm. just want to waste 80 minutes watching Takisatsu, you could probably do worse than this. You know, Lady Battle Cop isn't... It's not like it's a bad time, and I don't feel bad for having watched it, you know? You know, Batman versus Superman is a film that I wish I had the time spent watching it back. Lady Battle Cop, not so much. I enjoyed it. And there's stuff you can take from this. Again, like I said, you can tell when they cut away to the stunt version of the suit. It's a good study for how to make Takisatsu, because it's not, this is an indie thing. This is made professionally, albeit on a shoestring budget.
0: Yeah, it's a good indicator of the tricks they do to make things look impressive and realistic and it it simply is it feels like a relic really
1: Which is a shame like it's yeah uh, i don't know it's a shame lady battle cup could have been really good and i was hoping it was no i'm i'm not exactly disappointed it's just that uh, it's uh, like we could watch it together as part of a movie night thing and have a good old time but we'd have to be very to watch... drunk well, yeah that's how we do on movie nights. Ah, uh, yes. You know, it's just... Like I said, you could do a hell of a lot worse than Lady Battle Cop. It's worth it for the title. Yeah, you alone could be watching are... Shin. Hey! Fight me. Come on, man. I will, once lockdown rules are lifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, should you watch it? Probably not. Because that time could be spent watching something that's better. Um, I'm not going to judge you for watching it, though. You know? It's fine. It's just a bit dull. It's a fun fact, though, the uh, the main actress in this has a cookbook. There was no way for me to organically insert that anywhere. Just... I just wanted to say... I,
0: I, was, I was expecting to be silent for the rest of the recording, but she has a a cookbook. Is it yeah, she a cookbook. themed after anything, or is it just handy recipes?
1: Um, yeah, it's themed after Lady Battle Cop. <laughs> Let's have a look and see what it's called. Oh yeah, if anyone's interested, she's called said Nakamura... And uh, she hasn't been in anything since the late 90s. I wonder why. Uh, there you go. Asusa's. Uh, uh, Asusa's. Damn it. Asusa Nakamura's Free Spirited Holiday Cooking uh, by As Az- Azabudai Publishing Company Limited. Came out in 1994. Was this before, apparently? Or after. Uh, after. Two years after. Okay. ISBN 4. I'm not reading that out. Because I, if I, I, I to be honest,
0: I was kind of hoping it was done before. Because I'd love to see <laughs> someone who who's a known chef or something, and oh. then does a superhero thing. Like I want to see Angely Harriet do it. A...
1: <laughs> That'd be. Oh, <laughs> I want that too. Now, thank you for making me want something that I will never have.
0: Dead serious though. And at oh, the I end, like my, own, I don't care what happens. But at the end, he's got to take off his helmet, look at the camera, and grin, and then freeze frame. <laughs>
1: It's a bit special. Give me a good old rap. <laughs> hey, I found it. I think I can't speak Japanese, but it. I typed in the ISBN number and it came up. I it, it could be mine for one hundred and thirty-one pounds. Hey, oh. And let me let me zoom in. Make sure it's actually a.
0: Damn! I've already spent my. I, I'd buy that oh, for a dollar yeah. line.
1: It is. It is. It's. It's. It's, it's the one. I want it. I almost want it. Stop me from buying it, Rex.
0: No, so do it. I want you to justify with yourself why oh you God. would buy a cookbook made by the star of <laughs> Lady Battle Cup. How will it enrich cookbook. your life?
1: How long will Wait, it take to a...
0: translate the thing?
1: I hadn't thought of that. Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, it would teach me how to make. Food for the holidays. I I could follow the pictures if there are pictures.
0: What holidays?
1: Um Christmas. <laughs> That's a holiday.
0: Okay, and um are we in some sort of um uh Bob Geldofian crap hole country that doesn't know what Christmas is?
1: Yes. Yeah, Bob Geldof is literally from here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so he, I'm he, a complete newcomer to
0: Christmas. Please make me a festive recipe from this cookbook
1: buy it for me and i will
0: damn
1: i'm not yeah no i i i if 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 someone out there is listening to this please buy me this book and i will make food from it i won't give it to you i'll eat it myself but i'll do it <gasps> we
0: could do reviews of everything in it
1: oh my god there's only oh my god one used <gasps> 131 Pounds from Amazon Japan oh no Amazon UK where is it coming from <laughs> not the UK presumably and
0: with that I think we can um,
1: end yet it. another
0: episode of the Spandex Power Armor podcast is this uh, from France Ranger here is, he is having a France. real internal struggle right now um,
1: Why will he order France? it won't he
0: that will have to wait until the next episode this is Rex I'm signing off, I'm scared.
1: It's only £131, I spent more on less.